Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, legends. Welcome back to the channel. Here we are for another update. In this video, we're going to be talking through our half position. So those guys from where Jerome Luai is, around 600K down to our cash cows. I feel like there's a lot of value in this position and it could determine how well you go, especially during the start of the season. There's a bunch of guys that I think have a lot of value and picking the right ones or being lucky with the right ones could could uh, be really important at the start of the season, as we've just said. So we're going to start with Jerome Luai. Price of 45, but what we're going to go through is the start here. So a lot of guys picked him up as a real cheapie last year and the 250, 300K mark. Started okay, right? Made made guys around 100K, scoring in, in the 20s, 30s, with a random 40 in there. And then you can see it got close to, to around 11 and 12, and he started to score a lot better. He had a, had a low score from then on of 34 in, in the regular season and had a bunch of scores around the 60 mark with the 71 at the end of the season. A lot of guys are thinking maybe he's slightly undervalued. And look, he averaged 45 the year and is priced accordingly, right? I think there's a great chance that he averages closer to 50. I don't see much downside with Jerome. Panthers are going to be good again. I can see him averaging somewhere between 45 and 50. I don't see a lot more upside with him, just based for the fact that he gets a lot of his points from from the run meters with his tackle breaks, right? So as we come down, when he started scoring better that last sort of six, seven rounds of the year, he's getting minimum of two tackle busts there, up to around five. Okay, he's, he's doing well with his tackles. He does miss a few, but he gets a bunch of run meters and only 100 kick meters with Cleary taking the bulk, bulk of the others. If you have a look here, he scored a try in each of the last five games uh, with missing out one at the end, but he did have four tries just in that game. So our Panthers is going to score as many tries. I think they're going to be good, but I don't see him scoring anywhere closer to 55. So... If there's any upside with him, it's between 45 and 50. Uh, and that's all I'd, I'd be thinking with him. So he's not one of my top guys I want to be looking at in this position, but we'll, we'll show a few more now, which which I think will be important. And guys, don't forget to, to like, hit like and subscribe if you're enjoying these videos. I'm putting out close to one a day, and I hope you're enjoying them because I know I'm, I'm having fun putting them out there. Luke Brooks comes in at 544K, priced at 41 what we look at with him is he hasn't had a nice start to the year. First six rounds of the year did really, really well. Uh, even seven rounds. So averaging in the high 40s to 50 across that time, which is what he's done in the past. 
Okay, what, what happens then is we, he gets benched for a few games and scores a bunch of low ones and then doesn't finish the year very well. Luke Brooks had three tries this last year, guys. The lowest he's had before that is nine. Uh, to go along with forced dropouts being his lowest by a long way uh, from last year to previous years, I see him having, having a fair bit of upside, especially with Benji gone. Luke Brooks is going to be the main half with guys like Mbai or... Um, I can't remember his name. Adam Dewey. Adam Dewey as well as the other option in um in the sixth position. So Luke Brooks is going to have to take over. If there's any chance of making the finals, he's going to have to do well. And if he does that, I see him averaging 50. Okay, so I think with Brooks, again, limited downside, almost no downside in terms of the fact that he's at 544. This is the cheapest he's been for a bunch of years now. So I see him as a minimum of 40 and a high of around 53, 54. Okay, so if he's if he's to average over fifty, then then he's got a, a hundred and fifty to two hundred k in price rises ready for him there, and and there's every chance that he does that, just being the fact that he's going to be the main half, and and the other two aren't you know big kickers of the ball, going to be a bit more of a running half, and and Tigers are going to, a, a couple of new guys this year, and there's a chance they do all right, but there's every chance they just come ninth like normal. So I see him as having a fair bit of upside for those that are interested in him, lowest he's ever been. All right, Michael Morgan's another interesting one. Someone that I'm really tempted to, obviously, being a Cowboys fan. I'm interested in, in someone like Morgan and, and know the quality that he, ha- that he has in his, his arsenal. If we go back to 2017, you can see uh, towards the end of the season there, you had a bunch of crazy scores there. Or oh, a bunch of 50s there, 90, 58, 70, uh, that's, and that's into 2016 there. But during the final series, he basically carried them to the finals, him and Taumalolo with no Thurston there. So we know what he can do when he doesn't have... Oh sorry, when, when Thurston's out, and now obviously it's his team, you can see what he's what he can do. He's priced at 39, averaging 44 last year, and that did include a one in his final game of the season. So you take out that one, he's averaging over 50. So there's already an 11-point upswing in terms of, of his, what his pricing can be, and, and you can expect him closer to 700k by the end of the season. Very similar to Brooks. You know, I could see people picking either one of these guys it'd just be it'd just be my thought will be who which team is going to have a better year is it going to be the Cowboys is it going to be the Tigers my my thoughts is it's more likely to be the Tigers although Todd Payton comes over and, and he got the New Zealand Warriors playing really well last year Morgan I think is a better player than Luke Brooks and definitely has the the team you know is, is all his over in, in North Queensland with, with people like Scott Drinkwater playing six. I think he has a tremendous upside. He only played a bunch of games last year, but there's a 70 and an 81 in there. And the 70 was basically all base stats. 150 meter, 115 metres gained for 530 kick metres. I can see him getting closer to that mark. He came back a little bit early, I feel, with his shoulder and, and just looked like he didn't want to tackle at all and had that seven missed tackles and improved from there. But... Yeah, with him, I see a tremendous upside. I see him scoring at a minimum of 40 and and a high of closer to 55. Again, most likely going to be around the 48 to 50 mark, but you know, that's great when when there's a small chance he's going to play Origin, but you can carry him until that point and move him on to one of the better halves. Uh, Morgan is a great option along with Brooks. Lachlan Lamb, the one everyone's been waiting for. Price of 4.46, which uh, gave him a nice... Average last year of 36.6 and priced at 33. So a little bit upside just straight on his average from last year. And let's have a little bit of a look 
at the games he played. So when playing 80 minutes or close to 80 minutes in halfback, we've got him there for 71 off the interchange, but but came on and made 42 tackles. This is in more of a hooking role. And you can see that he is a little bit of a workhorse. Obviously in defence, he's he's quite happy to make tackles and very, very limited in the missed tackle category. He's got a a game of 31 at halfback for tackles with one miss, which is amazing. Exactly what you want. In that game, he had 384 kick meters. I don't see him kicking for that much. I can see him kicking between 250 and 300 meters at an average with Kiri taking a couple of hundred as well on his side. And when you see a score like that, a 63 in the 80, he's got one try assist with the line break assist, but the majority of the rest of it is base stats. Try assist, line break assist, two offloads, no tackle bus for a score of 63, which is perfect, right? When he's, when, when he's priced at 33, that's a 30-point upside. I don't see him averaging that high. I see him averaging closer to 45, but that's more of a conservative rate. If you look at what someone like Kyle Flanagan did last year, he averaged 54 in that Roosters team. They're going to be good again. You'd expect them to, to be in the top four, especially with guys like uh, Bradley coming back. Hopefully friends fit. Um, but yeah, I basically see a high upside. For someone that, that tackles really well, he doesn't miss tackles. Someone like Mitch Moses or Brooks, when they first started when they were young, missed a lot of tackles. And, and Lamb's quite happy to, to get in and make those tackles and you know his, his worst game was a 52 tackle game for three misses. So that's what you would that's what you want to be looking for in a half. Will he kick? And yes, we've seen that he can if he gets the um, extra time. He played he played started 28 minutes at halfback and and kicked for 116 meters as well. So if you're averaging that out over a game, it's closer to 400. And but let's be conservative and say he's going to kick 300, and and that serves him serves him really well. You can see if, if he has to, he can move into the hooking position if, if they need someone like that, where he's obviously going to score great as well. So, yeah, really happy with, with where Lockie Lamb's at. And he's currently in my team, and I'm sure he will be in a bunch of others. Currently owned by 12%. I see that getting closer to 20% by the start of the year. Um, and lastly, on Walker, I believe he's someone that's going to play at some point in the year. Kiri might get you know concussed, for example. Lamb might get injured. I feel like... Him being so young, he will play at some point of the year, and it could be someone that that's interesting just to to pop in your like number in your number twenty one in your squad just because he's been touted to be a really good player, but not ready at this stage. That's what I'll be saying. Nice fun one, Anthony Milford. P.S. Guys, with the uh, with our league code and and with our community, I, I can see. What what does everyone else think? I think we're going to do really well. I know there's prizes for the for the best league. Um, if everyone's hopefully taking some of my advice and and are looking to be become better fantasy players, I can see us doing really well. Let me let me know what you guys think in the comments. How we're going to go across the season? But Anthony Milford, four hundred twenty-seven k, priced at thirty-two. Clearly the worst he's ever played. Let's be honest. Started with fifty-seven and fifty-four, and that had just got bad. It just got bad from there. We got a we got a forty-five as his next best next best score across the year when. When Milford used to be rocks and diamonds, obviously Broncos had the worst year you could possibly have. Will they improve? Look, how many more? How many more? Yeah, sorry, how many new players have they got? Not many. I don't see a lot of improvement out of the Broncos, but you couldn't see Milford averaging less than thirty-two. Like so many scores in there in the teens, twenties, and thirties, and just he's just not doing much. Look at look at his tries for the year. He scored one try, and he has four tries. Like. 
what is that for a half? Yeah, like crazy. Will he get more than that this year? I'm going to bank on yes, which I think puts him at this as his floor, 32. But I, I, I don't see him going nuts either in, in a team that's not that good. And, and Milford hasn't played amazing for a couple of years now. I see his upside closer to 40. The other guys that we spoke about, Brooks, Morgan, Lamb, I think are all better options at this stage, especially with Milford hurting his hand and um, just recently, and he'll be out you know, for, for the preseason. He's probably going to be back for round one, but will that hamper his preseason? We'll, we'll find out. Close to the season. All right, Manny Moreland had to do it. Not interested in him at the moment. I just, just has never really scored well. Average 24.6 last year, price of 23, so 310k. He's a dual position, half and wing fullback. But let's look at his scores at 5'8 when he played there last year. You've got a, a 19 in 80 minutes. You've got a 29 in 80 minutes, a 24 and a 37. Right. And these are two, those two last two games, he kicked goals as well. And that's in that, uh, the 37 game, ran for 120 metres, which got him a couple of tackle breaks, but he's someone that misses a lot of tackles. He's got... He's got a game there of eight missed tackles, six and a f- uh, five in, in his limited games. He only played for eight games of the season with three games like that, which just isn't good enough. If you ask me, when he, even when he scored, when, even when he played fullback, he didn't score that amazingly well. Uh, he's obviously got an eight in there in a, in a reduced role and a 25 in a reduced role, but you know, will he average 30? Look, there's a, great, there's a good chance he averages 30, but he doesn't make much money with that. You know, he gets to 400k if you're lucky, depending on, 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 the rolling, on the rolling average and when he scores it. I just don't see the upside. If we look back even further, similar results, man. It's 20s, it's 30s, it's 13. It's, that's a fullback, obviously, but you've got games in 5'8 going back for a long time and, and 19 with a 41 for an average of 30. You've got a 2 in 80 minutes. You've got one good score of 67, but he's got six tries, this and that. Like, that's normal, an, an anomaly. 80 there with you know, crazy amount of, of stats there. 10 tackle breaks, a try, try assists, line breaks, right? And these are very few and far between. And then you go back to 2017. But we, we've got to only look at his last few years because he's had a lot of injuries. Can he stay on the park? That's the, the, the hardest point with him. If you put him in your team, he's, just, he's likely to get injured. And, and even if he plays, he's probably going to average close to 30. So I don't, I don't want to spend any more time on Moylan. I... Not a big fan of where he's at. Where you, you can have someone like Avarillo who's a little bit more, has a little bit more upside and, and there's a good chance of playing in the halves alongside Cole Flanagan. And if he does that, we'll have a look at, at those games that he, that he played there at the, at the back end of the season. If we look down to round 18 and 19, he got to play 5-8 and he uh, even kicked goals in, that, in the last one there. So... Kyle Flanagan will come, should come in and, and kick goals. He'll lose that. But a score of 40 in that game before, just with a mixture of things, you know, 15 tackles. He did have four misses in that game, but that's an anomaly compared to the rest of his time, even at centre. You'd expect him maybe to, to miss a few more tackles in the centres. But even playing 5-8, he ran the ball a little bit and kicked a little bit as well, right? So you can see scores in the 30s approximately if he's playing 5-8. So let's wait and see what he what actually happens. Being seen in his games at centre, he had a couple of eighty minute games at centre where he did score a try, but thirty and forty one. He, when he's in there, he's making a bit of impact. He's got a game of a thirty six and seventy, and then a, a game on the wing for forty eight with no 
with no tries in that one. So I think he's just someone that's really interesting and is on the way up. In a dog's team that's going to improve a little bit, he has the dual position. He can cover that center position, which you know is notoriously not a great one, and you know you might get an injury or two. You don't want to be you don't want to be tra- changing over your centers regularly, especially if someone's out for a couple of weeks who you think's got a decent chance in the centers at scoring well. You can just bring Avrilo in and play him in there. At this stage for me, I'm thinking about playing him on my bench, so having him in probably the 18 to 21 slot, and just having him as cover if if, if need be, because he's someone that's on the way up. And I feel like he can average at least 30 and, and possibly break out to even further if he gets the opportunity to. Whereas Moylan, he's going to get some time at 5 eighth, and then we're not sure what happens from there. And he has a, he has a, a sample size big enough to say that he, he, hasn't, he won't score as well. Whereas Avrilo is just the one season. He's, he showed flashes of, of a lot of skill during that time. So let's move over to the Warriors so we have a couple of interesting ones we're going to talk about Cody and we're going to talk about Chanel as well I see them both averaging close to 40 so Cody's price at 38 very very close to that they had a really good year you can see at the start there very rocks and diamonds he's got 12-21 in short shorter minutes off the interchange and a couple of good games in amongst some bad ones in there 74-64 in amongst 28-18 with a 41 there can be very flashy and and can score and set up tries through line breaks and and just his sheer speed. You can see that he got injured as well. So he's got an injury-affected game. And then finishing the back end of the year with, again, some up-and-down scores of 70, a bunch of 30s, 40s, and 50s. With an average of, uh, yeah, a price and an average of 38, the upside for him, I feel, is limited. Even if Warriors play as well as they did last year, you know, that includes all of these games. And... Again, across the season, he's going to have a game where he gets injured or he, or he plays lesser minutes, etc., etc. So I see him scoring around 40 points per game, which doesn't give him much upside. And we move to Chanel, who's slightly cheaper and priced at 35. So it gives him a little bit more upside. Again, a young player on the rise, played in 2019 a bunch of games, and then played last year and finally cemented his spot in the 5'8 halfback position with, with them playing either. And scoring well, especially a few times at the back end of the year with a 48, 50, 65 in amongst a couple of 30s in there. So you look at it at his start of his year, he's got a bunch of 10s and 20s, which most would say, okay, look, he's he finally got into the team and established himself as a half in that squad. As they played better, he scored well as well. That gives him probably a little bit more upside. Being a younger player, we, we know... We know what Cody can do. We're not exactly sure what Chanel can do. I think he can score somewhere between 38 and 45, which gives him a little bit of upside. But again, I feel like a couple of other guys in this section have a bit more upside. We're not sure what's going to happen over there. They don't have Toddy Payton, who who helped them out immensely last year. Um, with the new coaching staff, we will see how they go. They've got a couple more big fellas, and hopefully they can roll forward and, and give these halves a little bit extra chance. But... We won't, uh, we won't know at this stage how that's going to go. And our last one, our actual cheapie and our only cheapie, I feel, apart from, from Avarillo, is Josh Schuster. So came in at the back end of last year when they needed him and played one game for 64 minutes for a score of 28 with no demerit points in that. So he's got 13 tackles for one tackle break, one offload, 40 metres gain and 100 kick metres. So that's something I could expect from him going forward. 
at a base, right? And there's nothing too crazy in there. Maybe he adds a missed tackle or two into the game, but there's no attacking stats in there. So if you if you bring in a couple of those, then his base might be closer to 25, and then you get a couple of games where he scores a trial, sets up a few, which you can see from a few of his highlights. If you, if you watch on YouTube, obviously against younger players and not as good players, he ran rings around him in, in a bunch of games there. But as... um listening to an interview with Des was saying that that he has a lot of talent he's someone that's going to have a bright future in this league and, and you'd expect especially for a team that has struggled a fair bit that they'd be looking to bring him in uh, and play that sixth role there's a chance he starts in that role obviously he's going to play second fiddle to, to DCE on the right but I feel like using him in that position if you bring Walker into the centres you've got Sully and Walker on either side You've got Tommy Trob with a bit more experience out the back. I feel like it's probably the smart option to bring him in at the start of the season. They, I don't think they've got much to lose. They, they're they a team that is, has struggled, especially last year. They're a much better team with Tommy Trob, but if, if they bring the youngster in, I think he's going to he's gonna be able to do well and average at least 30 and have that chance to to play a decent role like Jerome Luai did and grow into that across the season. So he's someone that if he starts, he's definitely going to be in my team. And I imagine he'll be in a lot of other teams, more than 10% of the current ownership. I think he'll be closer to 30 by then. Uh, so someone I'd, I'd be putting on my in my top 21, somewhere on the bench there. but And just a wait and see. You'd probably have him in your 18 to 21 and, and then go from there. But there you go, guys. That's, that's my thoughts on the half position. I feel like there's a, a tremendous amount of value in this position. To me, I'm probably going to be going two value guys I was thinking about doing Cleary and Cleary only just for the fact that you could captain him and, and he's an absolute gun but I feel like the money could be better utilised elsewhere I don't think Cleary has much room to grow obviously and there's a chance that he starts the season a little bit slower and, and loses a little bit of cash and we could pick him up if we wanted to along there but with guys I think having 10 to 15 points in, in extra value in this position there's not a lot of other positions apart from maybe the the mid uh, and the and the hooking position that that have that type of value. So I feel like you should utilize that in this section. But anyway, guys, I I hope you enjoyed that and got a lot out of it. If you have and enjoying this, please hit subscribe and the like button. I appreciate that immensely. And I hope you have a good day. See you guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.